Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. Today, you're going to watch something people say is one of the best sermons I ever preached in my life. I preached it many years ago called Fragments. Waste not, you'll want not. Your riches are in your fragments. Jesus loved people so much that he fed a crowd of 5,000 people, but he didn't stop there. There was 12 baskets left over that he gathered. See, that what people thought was scrap was actually the blessing of God, the overflow. So call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. They're going to learn something today. I'm telling you, I mean, companies ought to hear this sermon. To teach their employees how to understand how to do these things, it will bless you greatly. Watch, fragments, waste not. You'll want not. Your riches are in your fragments. Waste not, and you'll want not. Your riches may be in your fragments. Now watch this. People don't think much of fragments because they are apart. But verse 13 says, therefore gather them together. They don't look like much when they're apart. But when they're together, because remember this, this is an unrealized possibility in the fragments. You may have been believing God for something and your blessing is right in front of you, but because you, you can't see it because it's all in pieces and fragments, but if you put them together, there'll be more than enough to handle what you believe in for. The fragments are useless when they are apart, but gather them together and you will see that there are riches in the fragment. Now the Bible says man does not live by bread alone, but he must have bread if he's to live at all. I've had some people say, man don't live by bread alone. I say, yeah, but you got to have some bread to live. You see, and the Lord began to deal with me about fragments. Let me tell you something. I believe this without a shadow of a doubt. If you have a television ministry, and if, say, your ministry, uh, your budget, I don't know, million a month, two million a month, 100,000 a month, whatever, and what comes in, let's say, we'll just we'll use this figure. Let's just say your budget is a million a month, and what comes in to pay your budget is nine hundred or $875,000. And you figure, my God, man, I need a million a month to at least just pay my my television budget or whatever, or you, you know, whatever, you may realize, you think, why God did that come in? And let me just say this, and I don't mean this to be arrogant or anything. I, I'm a man that believes in a buffer. Now let me explain a buffer. I like a pillar. So I kept about $2.4, $2.5 million on the side just in case. They call a buffer. You see, just in case. And then in this building project that I, I was doing, I noticed that the, I would say, Lord, I need $468,000 today over and above the normal operating budget that it takes to operate just in the plans ministries. And I, and I didn't get it, Leroy. I said, what's the problem? He said, go to that fragment account. Because see, you were piecemealing that all the time. And you were using that. See, I never did put 2.5 million at one time. But what I did, I put it a little bit here and a little bit there, and it built up. And, and, and then watch this. I said this one time, worst thing I've ever said in my life. I, I'm going to put a million dollars over here just in case I lose the engine on my jet. Guess what happened? I lost the engine on my jet. My faith worked. And I'm thinking, come on, God. He says, I've already met that need. I said, how? He said, in the fragments, in the over and above and beyond that you've been piecemealing, putting over here. I said, yeah, but I just want to look at that. He said, looking at it don't help. You sound like that boy with that one talent that buried it. Now watch this. Some people say, now I'm not talking about a poverty spirit, 
But I did something the other day, right out the other day, a couple, three months ago. I was in my office. I have a nice office. And the Lord's blessed it. And God said, as I was walking out, I always take my lights off. Nobody says, I just take my lights off. I don't know why I do it, just do. Well, I remember the reason why, because mama said, boy, take them lights off, boy. I said, mama, we don't live in the stone ages. But you know how kids all like to have a light on in every house, in the closet, on, all that kind of stuff. And the Lord said, tell your staff that when they walk out their offices, I don't care if it's for 30 seconds, just take the lights off. That's not a hard thing to do, is it? So I sent a little email out. I have 100 or 102 people who work for us. I said, this is Jesse Duplantis saying, when you walk out of your offices, I just want you to take your lights off. You walk back in, put them back on. And the worst one's Kathy. Leave the thing on all the time. I said, Kathy, just cut your light off. Well, I'm, but I'm coming back in in about a minute. That's okay. Just, just amuse me. I know y'all think I'm tight and crazy, but I'm, I'm under the direction of God here. I can afford the light bill, ladies and gentlemen. That's not the issue. I can afford it. I can keep energy happy. Just do it. They did. Ladies and gentlemen, my, in, uh, my utility bill went down $5,000 the first month. I said, God. He went, fragments. Five, now, that's five times 12, $60,000 a year. Pay a salary on that. Pay a, you know, a secretary of goods, pay some insurance of 60 grand over something very small. Now, here's Jesus who is this bountiful supply. Then all of a sudden you see the frugal side of him. Now frugality comes out of it. He goes, gather up the fragments. That there remain no loss. Because to him, he don't see them apart. He sees them as 12 baskets. We see them as pieces. Now, why did he do that? The book of John chapter 9, verse 4 says, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. John chapter 9, verse 4. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. Now, what is that telling you? Fragments sustain you when you cannot work. Write that down. Your fragments can sustain you when you don't work. Let me tell you why I believe in being debt free. I, the recession will not bother me because I believe Brother Copeland said I live that. But uh, let, let me just say, let's just say a worldwide depression would just hit. You know what me and Kathy can do? Because we owe no man anything but to love him. We can sit in the front of that big ministry with a rocking chair and just rock, baby, rock. <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Ooh, ooh, come on, baby. Who let the dogs out? <laughs> and just sit there and rock till it's over. Why? Because we've been sustained by the fragments. We're sustained by the blessing. We owe no man to love, uh, uh, owe nothing but to love him and let the winds of depression blow. Because you see, to me, it becomes my opportunity. Because a building that'll cost you 3.5 million, you now can pick up anywhere from 375 to 500,000 and sit and rock. And we did that, ladies. And we bought a piece of property for $335,000. And today it's worth two and a half million. <laughs> Just rock. 
And I want to tell you that nobody was buying nothing. And we bought the property out the fragments. Are y'all getting this? Not talking about a poverty spirit. Because I don't believe you ought to try to cut everybody's profitability out of something. People got to make a living. Don't misunderstand. And, and to the point where they make a given. But when I, I begin to see this, and I like what Brother Copeland said, the greatest wealth has been accumulated on downtimes because people who had the liquid to buy could do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people say, my God. And you know, what did he do? Well, see, that's wisdom. That's an unrealized possibility. And when you understand this, take, if you start looking at all your fragments, they're apart right now. If you just go home after this meeting and gather them together, how many times you ever put change in a bottle? After a while, they get about this thick, and you're thinking, my God, it was only 40 cents, 60 cents, 72 cents. All of a sudden, by the end of the year, it's $300 in there. How many people have done that before? You might have bought some giveaway. Amazing, huh? You know what it was? Fragments. Never thought twice about it. But fragments accumulate. And I want you to see this. When you're not conscious of the fragments, you throw away future opportunities and privileges. The destiny of others may depend upon your attention to the fragments. You see, you're throwing away future opportunities and privileges. There are possibilities and fragments that, are, that very few people see. The parable of the lost sheep. Luke 15, 1 through 7. The parable of the lost coin. Luke 15, 8 through 10. The parable of the lost son. Luke 15, 11 through 32. All this valuable things all around you and you're not realizing. And all of a sudden you're not making your budget. And you're thinking, God is not meeting my need. Maybe I need to call Doug and tell him I got to get off that television station because you know he just ain't producing. But he may be producing more than I thought. Maybe, maybe God wants me just to preach it, not look for the money to come back. Maybe he just wants me to preach the gospel to people who don't know nothing about giving, have never given before. And bless God, if I start looking around, I find out, my Lord Jesus, there's a lot of fragments. So I'll just take the fragments and pay that. Because what are we preaching to and what are we preaching for? Are we preaching so we can get a return of money or are we preaching so we can get a return of souls? I think we have to look at that sometimes. Oh, you understand? Now one man, one thing I hate more in my life is poverty. I've hated because I, I grew up poor. You got to understand. Now I, I don't mean this arrogantly. We can edit this. I'm one of the wealthiest men in the city of New Orleans today. I don't mean that arrogantly. I give God the glory. And it came really from Kenneth and Gloria's teachings. I mean, I thought, bless God. Yeah, I, she said, remember that, glory to God. Yeah, I know, I understand. I understand. God has been, I don't mean that arrogantly, but God has been very gracious. But you got to understand, Brother Hilton, for Christmas, what I got for Christmas, me, me, me and my oldest brother, not my younger brother, my sister. My daddy was doing a little bit better by the time because I'm seven years older than my uh, uh, old, youngest brother. I got an apple and an orange for Christmas. Anybody, ever, anybody here ever did that? I mean, and listen, it wasn't in a real Christmas stocking. It was in one of Mama's stockings. And Mama had big legs, but I want to let you know. And I said, Mama, why don't y'all at least fill up the stocking? So for, I'd wake up on Christmas morning, I'll never forget it. And I would have an apple and an orange. And every once in a while, we'd get a, we'd call it a, a butternut candy bar. Anybody remember? I don't know if they had that here in Texas. Uh, or a big time candy bar. Oh, Lord Jesus. You had one in purple, big time candy bar. Hey! And our dessert was, was to get a Coke. Oh, Lord Jesus. You remember how good them little Cokes were? Those wonderful little Cokes. Now, you can buy them in two liter, three liter, but they just don't taste right. But them little Cokes, you just go, just suck them down. How many of y'all used to take a pack of peanuts and pour it in the Coke? Ooh. 
Hey, look at this. All you rich people, never lift your hand. Poor people know what we're talking about. How many of y'all put them peanuts in that coat? Come on. <laughs> hey, glory to God. Put them peanuts in that coat. Just, just suck them. Oh, now that was, that was a great treat. That's what we got for Christmas. Now, I wasn't mad because I got an apple and an orange. But I've always been a giver all my life. I wanted to buy my mama something. But I didn't have nothing. So, at a very young age, I asked my grandfather, I said, you're old and you're about ready to die. <laughs> Nobody liked him. He went, yeah, You remember? I, Kathy thought I was lying. I, I introduced Kathy. I said, I'm telling you, he's walking death. He weighed about 66 pounds. He was a miser. He had much money, but he, he, he wouldn't feed himself. And we'd walk into his house, and he'd go, you come to eat? I said, shut up, you old fool. Mama go, don't you talk to your grandpa like that. You know? And when Kathy saw him, she went, oh. Remember that kid? You went, oh. I said, don't worry. He won't be around. He's going to die. Everybody waiting for him to die, but the sucker keep living. But I must have kept living and living. I used to come and say, Mama said the other night that you was going to die. When are you going to die, old man? He hated everybody, but he loved my grandma. That's the only one. He hated his own kids. He just hated everybody. He's just terrible. I mean, he was just, I don't, it's true. It's just simply true. So I said, hey, old man. And I'm eight years old. I figured out a way. I said, you can't hardly walk. And you know nobody loves you. I'm not talking to my grandma. He goes, yeah, what about it? He always kept a stick. And I, okay, I, 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 I you make sure he wouldn't hit me with hit me many times with that stick, that old fool. But he just, <laughs> I, if you, he did die. He only had 12 roses at his funeral. And they buried him. They wanted to bury him in a khaki shirt and khaki pants. They didn't want to buy some. That's another story. But anyway, <laughs> I don't want to get into that. It brings back bad memories. So I said, can I use, can I use your lawnmower for what? I said, I'm going to cut grass. How much you going to charge? In those days, you cut a lot for 50 cents. I mean, a big lot. I mean, I'm talking about a little small lot. I mean, you know, kids don't do that no more, but I mean, a dollar. He said, going to give me half. <laughs> and don't you lie to me. Don't tell me you cut that man lot, cut, got, got a dollar for that lot, and you give me 25 cents. I said, trust me. I lied to that old man. I never. So he let me use his lawnmower. So I started cutting grass as a kid. I'd come home, cut grass. You see, and people, I'd say, y'all want y'all grass cut? You know how to cut grass? Boy, you, you look pretty small. Yes, sir, I know how to cut grass. Yes, sir. I cut your grass. I made it look like a carpet. So I'd cut it. It's supposed to give me a dollar fifty. He said, boy, you, cut a, you did a good job. Here's 50 cents more. My grandpa, man, come and he said, how much money you give me? I said, they pay me a dime. <laughs> you lying. I said, yeah, but you too old to figure it out. <laughs> we did not like each other. Well, I saved my money. And then come Christmas. i never forget this. Oof, let me, I don't want to go there. Um, I was able to buy something for my mama. A robe. Four bucks. God. I 
worked hard for that robe. I got an orange and an apple. And I told her, if you live long enough, woman, I'll make sure you'll never be poor. I hated it because it was a curse. It was a curse. And she lived long enough for me to buy her home, car, shopping. Come on, mama. Oh, Jesse. Oh, Jesse. We can't do that. Come on, big mama. Man, she's big. I'd have to push that big butt. Come on. Come on, mama. Come on. I just push her. <laughs> Y'all, excuse me. I, I remember doing that. Come on, mama. Go ahead. Put that dress on. Oh, I'm going to wear it when I die. Oh, no, no. You don't want to wear it when you die. Let me, and she died with clothes we bought with the price tag. Still, in fact, mama had no, mama didn't like, mama was, was a mini, mini pearl. She kept them price tags on. Look how much this costs. <laughs> he didn't have nothing. But you know, in them little 50 cents and dollars that most people would have thrown away, which they considered fragments, became a great blessing to me. And I was able to do things I wanted to do. Ladies and gentlemen, even as a kid, I could see something. There was an unrealized possibility in those fragments. What if your blessing was right in front of you? Right in front of you. See, fragments are used when they're apart, but gather them together and you'll find riches. See, if you're not conscious of the fragments, you could throw away future possibilities, future opportunities. And I'm going to talk, talk about that for a minute. You see, to the disciples and to the people, it was waste. To Jesus, it was 12 baskets. It was the overflow. See what I'm saying? So many people who just want to barely get by. Well, why can't you live in the overflow? Jesus said his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the Our Father prayer. Why not? On earth, in earth. Call it what you want. He wants you to live here like you're living there. So a lot of people are praying for things and, or whatever they believe for, and it may be all in pieces. And if you just gather them together, it's amazing what's in those fragments. There are possibilities in the fragments that very few people can see. Very few. Because, you know, they think of it as scrap. They think, no, 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 no. No, it's more than that. Always think of this. If you got something left over, that's overflow. I don't care if it's a piece this big or this big. Hallelujah. I'm preaching here. I can't help myself. Hey, thank you for the question you send to me. It's such a blessing. We have a question today from a lady named Sarah. She says that, and this is a difficult question for me. Hi, Brother Jesse. Do you remember the most difficult seed God asked you to sow that multiplied more than you could have imagined? Now, Sarah, the reason why it's difficult, because I've never had a problem giving, even when I was a sinner. None. Now, after I became a Christian, my giving began to double and triple. I remember twice the Lord asked me for all my money. The first time, it was a lot of money. I just got out of the music business. I mean, tons of money. So I gave it to the church and helped people and blessed them. The second one, I had got a job and I had uh, financed the home and mortgaged, you know, mortgaged the home and financed the car. And when the Lord said, give me all your money again, I went, oh, gee, well, how am I going to pay this car? How am I going to pay this house? But I never forget, it wasn't difficult. I said, your will be done. Let me tell you what happened to me. It was an Abraham moment for me, Sarah. God said, Jesse, the plan is because you've done this, because you've given me from the very bottom of your heart. Oh, I'm going to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. And ladies and gentlemen, Sarah, listen to me. You're looking at one blessed puppy here. You understand? I'm blessed in the city, in the field, going in, going out. I mean, spiritually, physically, financially, every area of my life. 
I'm almost 72 years old at the time of doing this program. <laughs> I run like a gazelle. Praise the Lord. It's in everything I do. And I really believe it was that moment because it wasn't difficult to give it. But I thought, well, how? And he answered the how. That's what it's all about. Hallelujah. Thank you, Sarah, for sending in that question. Kathy's coming right now with some great, glorious moments. And they are glorious because they're testimonies from you. Take it away, Kathy, and bless God and me. Welcome to Glorious Moments. I have two testimonies of supernatural increase today. This first one was sent to us from a church in Alabama that is now debt free. It says, after sowing in famine, we reaped supernaturally in the same year. We increased our giving when it was not possible because of our church and ministry being shut down for a little while in 2020. But God, we not only paid off the church and ministry property, but on that same day, we also purchased an additional 10 acres adjacent to our land in cash. It is totally debt free. I love that. You know, this next testimony comes from Texas and it says, my wife and I have been JDM partners for many years. In July of 2020, we attended our first visionary conference at your church. While there, we felt compelled to sow a seed the first day, a double portion on the second day, and another seed on the third day. I'm an entrepreneur and owned several small businesses. The second seed was on behalf of one of my companies. In October of 2020, I received word that a contract I had with my primary business client was changing. Instead of billing my regular annual fee for services, my client told me that they were increasing my annual fee starting this year. That seed has resulted in a harvest of $100,000 in extra income every year. Thank you so much for your wit, wisdom, and insight into God's word. You both are truly a special blessing to my family and me. You know, when Jess and I hear awesome testimonies like these, we seize the opportunity to praise and glorify our God. Psalm 72 verse 19 in the NLT says, Praise His glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with His glory. Amen and amen. You know, it's an honor to share your testimonies with the world. If God has done something in your life through this ministry, we want to hear about it. Let's fill the whole earth with his glory. A vision always starts with a dream. Do you see yours? Break free from the boundaries of natural thinking and ignite your vision. Your vision isn't where you are. It's where you're going. Faith and divine direction can bring it to completion. Your vision is calling you. Make your vision a living reality. Jesse Duplantis' 2021 Visionary Conference, July 15th and 16th. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jesse Duplantis. I got a new DVD. I still like DVDs. They're blessing. It's called The Secret Place. Jesus said when you enter into your closet, you know you need to have that one-on-one -on -one thing with God Almighty. Why? Because cares of this world will try to absorb you. You don't need to be absorbed. Let Christ in you. Get this today. How do you do it? by going to jdm.org. All the art information is there. Get it today. You know, I want to say thank you to all the wonderful partners who support this ministry. I've been preaching 45 years, and you've heard me say it many times. I've never had a financial deficit whatsoever at all. Why? And I'm going to be saying this quite a lot, because I trust you, partners, to send in your financial support. You trust me, or you would not send it in, and both of us, Trust God. And guess what? Both of us are blessed. And if you're not blessed yet, you better get ready. I think it'll be before the end of the program. Watch what God will do for you 
if you just obey. And partners, I can't thank you enough. You know, I never go by myself. All of you go with me. You send me out. All these churches are preached, the thousands of them, the conventions, the, uh, my God, everything. It's because you made it possible. And I can't thank you enough. And me and Kathy pray for you every day, a 30, a 60, a hundredfold, and a thousand time return. And I believe that. And if you hadn't got it yet, you're going to get it. That's what I'm believing for. Also, for your June partnership, we're offering today's message. And it's a phenomenal message, fragments. Waste not, you'll want not, your riches are in your fragrance. I encourage you to get your copy today. Let me just say this. It's good to show this even to, uh, to companies, to the employees. You'd be surprised how much waste is going on. People think it's waste when it could be nothing but a great blessing. I really believe that most companies have a, what I call a black hole. There's stuff around they don't even know, you know, because over the years as the company grows, you know, pe people put this, people put that, and before you know it, and go in your own house. You'll find stuff you didn't know yet. You call it stuff. If, if, you might think it's junk, but it turns out to be something very valuable. This will minister to you. You need to get your copy. How do I get it? Go to JDM.org for all the ordering information, and you'll be blessed by it. Once again, partners, I can't thank you enough for what you do. I mean, I have a lot of people come in and say, Brother Jesse, you do so much. I said, I don't. I just do the work. It's my partners that make it possible. And we believe in God for many more partners, and we got tons of them. You understand what I'm saying? I'll ask you to send me a picture, too, if you're a partner in our ministry. I mean, if you ever come to Jesse Pants Ministries here, uh, the international headquarters here in Destrehan, that's a suburb of New Orleans, Louisiana. The executive, they're full. I mean, there's thousands of pictures of people all over the walls. That's my partner. And I get to go pray for you. Oh, Lord. And I just do it a lot of times in the middle of the night, during the day. It's just such a blessing of God. And we believe for that hundredfold for you. I've been debt free since 1982. I am believing God for every partner of this ministry to be debt free. But that sounds crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you see, I've received the mind of Christ. That's the difference, you see, with a lot of people. A lot of people, they still got their mind, but you receive that mind of Christ, and guess what? God will bless you beyond your wildest dreams because you're going to think like, talk like, be like, smell like God. Be you therefore imitators of God as dear children. I'm starting to preach here. I can't help myself. Now, don't forget to tune in next week. I got a new message. I love the title of it, My Dad, Your Dad. Woo, it's going to be good. Thank you for watching and partners. Thank you for sending in your faithful financial support. We love you. We pray for you daily. See you soon. Bye-bye. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessings. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I never learned to doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. JDM is continuing to provide new faith-based content meant to strengthen your relationship with God. You can find weekly messages from Jesse and Kathy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. You think I'm going to make an excuse for being blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in and blessed going out? 
when he took his only begotten son, made him flesh, crucified, beat, slapped to pieces, sent back the Holy Ghost, and he said, declare to the world that you're the righteousness of God, that you are my son, in whom I am well pleased. 